This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Stepping on board the IS-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. What? You mean in a live recording you don't know what's going to happen from any minute to the next? I can't even imagine that. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Hopefully, you all got a drink because the drinks here are delightful. I know I did. Um, So we are going to welcome now Oz9. Big round of applause for Oz9. Who who I was just informed are celebrating their one-year anniversary as a podcast. I love anniversaries. So um, they have their own intro because they don't trust me because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So um, I'm going to let them play that. But other than that, let's uh, give another round of applause for Oz9. So just a very quick introduction to Oz9. Uh, We are an outer space science fiction comedy. Uh, We are, I'm Shannon Perry. Uh, Aaron Clark. June Eubanks. I was being a mime. Eric Davis. And Sue Franzen. And we are Oz9. All right, ready? The year is 2142, and the utterly untrustworthy Gated Galaxies Corporation has recently launched perhaps the greatest insurance scam of all time. Do you hear something? Shh! We're being narrated. Oh, oh, oh. You have no idea what that means, do you? I suppose it means I cannot peek my magnificent Gallic nose without him telling the world, uh? If I may... Sorry. As I was saying, Gated Galaxies, or G2 as they're often called, unwisely bought up a bunch of short-range spaceships called the Oz 8000 series. And by short-range, I mean they're lucky if they can limp to the moon and back on a good day with a tailwind. I'm bored. Shall I assassin this two-talky person? Could you shut up? But he's going all the way back to the beginning. We will be here forever. He's just going to keep whining. Speed it up, narrator. Right. To offload the ships before they got recalled, G2 retrofitted them for long-haul space voyages, sort of, stuck in 50,000 fit-tech stasis pods, 
and sold passage on the ship to very rich, not very clever people for vast amounts of money. Faster! Hey pal, I get paid by the minute, not by the word, so I'm gonna do this at the universally recognized narrative cadence, okay? That's, that's interesting, because I get paid by the cops. To save money, G2 cut a lot of corners, including crewing each ship with petty criminals who chose space over prison, but who have zero of the skills necessary for life aboard a spaceship. 400 Oz ships were launched on a Tuesday in 2142. This is the story of one of those ships. This is the Oz 9. Finally! Tonight, Captain Madeline... Ah, oh, come on! Tonight, Captain Madeline, along with the Albatross, the official assassin of the Oz 9, and Le Bichon Frise, official assassin of the now-defunct Oz 6748, have traveled to 2019 to attend a very dangerous dinner. All right, puppy, you're up. I like the tour guide fellow better. Narrators are snooty. Captain Madeline, you really didn't need to accompany us. You're going to feel very out of place at the Assassin's Guild Christmas dinner. Much as I'd love not to be here, I'm not letting you too loose on an unsuspecting city. Not even if that city is Chicago and can take care of itself. But I came prepared. Dr. Von Haberzetzer gave me this. What is it? And why did I not get one too? It's an analyzer. He used pieces from the ejaculax and the forniculator to make it, so I really hope we don't need those, whatever those are. Let me guess. It tests your food for poison. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's just wonderful. Hey, I am not going to dinner with a bunch of murderers for hire without some sort of protection. Oh, mon capitaine, it is unnecessary. You're saying the food and drink here are safe? Oh, no, not in the least. There are more poisons in this room than a Borgia family reunion. Nobody eats at the Assassin Guild dinners, or drinks, or breathes more than, an, more than is absolutely necessary. Also, don't touch anything. Shake hands, and don't even take a tissue if it's offered. Also, no kissing on the lips <laughs> or the hands. Except for me, of course. You. Seriously, we get off the ship for exactly one night to the home of some of the greatest food in the world, and I can't eat anything? Go ahead and eat. And then I shall take over the captaining of the Aznan, and from there I shall launch my plans to rule the world. You really don't understand how asides work, do you? You heard me? Damn it! Oh, and one other thing. Do not, under any circumstances, reveal that you are not an assassin. This is a very exclusive event, and the penalties for crashing our party are <laughs> significant. Ooh, they will probably tear your arms off and feed them to Lady Trout's pet piranhas while you watch. Good to know. Hello? Captain Madeline? Go ahead, Olivia, and uh, you're on speaker. I'm the disembodied artificial intelligence of a spaceship. When exactly am I ever not on speaker? Why are we not free of this little match girl even on Earth? May I planted a geochip in a very sensitive location on you the first time you fell asleep on board the Oz? You'll never be free of me. Well, unless you opt for liposuction, I suppose. What? What is it, Olivia? Is everything okay on the Oz 9? <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
everything okay on the nine? <laughs> oh, and Jesse's here with me. People are starting to gather. Could you wrap that up? We just wanted to let you know that Colin developed a new superpower. What? We've been gone like 15 minutes. Colin is so lucky. Uh, what is it this time? Ooh, can he fly? Punch through buildings? Ooh, be super sneaky. What is super sneaky? What does that even mean? I do not know, but I do not have it, and I want it. Actually, you can dial back the MV3s. He turns the lights on and off every time he rolls his eyes. Colin, king of constant sarcasm? The man who rolls his eyes just thinking about being snarky? Between that and his mouth light coming on every time he speaks, it's like living in a discotheque. Lady Trout is arriving. Hang up! Madeline, hang up! Wait, I don't have to do the special assassin's handshake, do I? Don't be ridiculous. That handshake takes years of training. Gotta go, Osnine. Captain out. But wait, Captain! She's here. Stand up. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's log, star date. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow. We got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. Stand up! Stand up! Oh, for Christ's sake, never mind. Everyone sit down. <laughs> for a bunch of assassins, you people move very, very slowly. She looked at me. Did you see that? The head of the Assassin's Guild looked right at me. Is this a good news? Bad? Uh, will I be getting a promotion? Uh, or losing an arm? What's with this woman in arms? She collects them. Good evening. Don't think I didn't notice those of you who didn't stand, by the way. If you are wearing a watch you would like to keep, I suggest you remove it now. I call the annual holiday dinner of the Assassin's Guild to order. Who has a story to share? Ooh, ooh, I do, I do. Oh, Lord. Does anyone else have a story to share? You are not telling that story about the Prince of Kamhirostan again. Put your hand down. But it is a very good story. Ooh, festive. Strangling someone with holiday tinsel and then... Mounting them atop their own Christmas tree is not festive. But that did it while humming Christmas tunes and eating the brittle peanuts. Peanut brittle. Tell me you're not one of those people who thinks that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is. Guys? No, it is a movie that takes place at Christmas. There's a difference. That is ridiculous. You are separating rabbits. Splitting hairs, you idiot. Split it? What? That makes no sense. Oh, but separating rabbits does. It does if you don't want any more rabbits. Guys. 
Hans Gruber is the Grinch. You see, Gruber, Grinch, it is so obvious. That is, beyond a doubt, the most absurd argument I have ever heard, and I was once hired to clear out a den of flat earthers. Guys! What? Everyone is staring at us. Oh, well, apologies. <laughs> Lady Trout, do carry on. Thank you so much for your kind permission to run my own meeting, Albatross. If you and Le Bichonfreuse would care to keep your chatter to a minimum. And uh, perhaps you'd like to introduce the new assassin at your table. Me? Uh... Yes, yes, Lady Trout. I hope it's all right that I brought my apprentice along with me. Apprentice? She's very new to the trade, and frankly, I don't hold out a great deal of hope for her. She's only mastered the first eight moves of the assassin's handshake. <laughs> and those are, as we all know, the easy ones. <laughs> Lady Trout, rule of order. Since when do we bring apprentices to the holiday dinner? I mean, other than disposable ones, we want to test our food. Is that why I'm here? Of course not. I can see you winking at the albatross. Hell, I can hear you winking at the albatross. You're going to pull an eyelid. Lady Trout, this really is most irregular. Last year, you wouldn't let me bring my dog in. Dog, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Uh, probably you should not lick anyone. I'll try not to. I just mean that no one should be here who isn't a trusted member of the guild. Well, that'll clear the room. No one trusts anyone in here. Nor should they. My apprentice is no different. What's her assassin name? Don't you dare. The gerbil. I knew it. Small, squishable, not very clever, and prone to high-pitched peeping when alarmed. <laughs> also, short lifespan. Ooh, and cute whiskers. What? <laughs> Hello? Seriously? A phone call? It's about a job. Make it quick. Speakerphone, I think. Or you'll be answering the next call with your nose. Because she'll tear your arms off, you see. Yes, I, I got that. Thank you. Again with the arms. Hello, Captain Madeline, are you there? This is uh, the gerbil speaking. Oh dear, you ate something without testing it first, didn't you? You're on speakerphone, by the way. At the holiday dinner. Of all the assassins. Oh, hello, murdery types. Has Lady Chonfreeze told you about assassinating the Prince of Kamhiristan yet? Pro tip, kill him first. It's awful. It'll ruin Christmas for you. It is a very good story. Uh, his mother hired me on Black Friday. Actually, she wanted to kill her husband, the king. But I was running a little holiday special. Two royals for the price of one. She wasn't particularly fond of her very stupid son, so I took advantage to do some cleaning of the house, you see. I'm just calling from outer space, but you do go on and tell your story. The prince, he had sneaked downstairs in his little footy pajamas to sit at the milk and the cookies. Wait, footy pajamas? How old was this prince? I don't know, um, 35, 40. Okay, I'm going to have to stop you there. Actually, I don't have to. I just want to. I do have one order of business to bring before the guild, Lady Trout. Very well. But make it quick. 
I have to ignore my salad before not eating this delightful lasagna, which the catering team no doubt worked very hard on before suddenly expiring. And then there's a whole selection of cheeses and desserts to disregard. So do hurry it up so we can all get on with foregoing our dinners in the name of safety, will you? Very well. This is a matter of very grave concern. I'll just wait here, shall I? Oh, what is it, computer? You and your gerbil there need to hightail it back to the nine, that's what it is. And what about me? Oh, yeah. I forgot you existed for a minute there. Do as you like, really. Has Colin developed yet another superpower? No, he's stable for the moment. Apart from having to lean over when he cries because his tears are slightly acidic. He cries surprisingly often. What's happening on the Nine, Olivia? Give me that for Christ's sake. We can't hold Orbit much longer, Mad Pants. Whatever's been pulling at us, they're here again and trying to shove us back out into space. You need to get a shift on or this crate's leaving without you. Uh... Hold that thought, will you? Madeline, don't you dare leave me up here with this bunch of bananas. Are you seriously considering not going back to the Oz-9? It's it's not so bad here, right? I mean, it's Chicago. Great theater, great food, cool bars. When they're not full up with assassins, that is. Madeline, it's 2019. Oh, well, maybe not then. (gasps) Are we here before the... Thing? Or after? Well, before, obviously. Look at them. Um, uh, perhaps we should go. Um, now, please. Look, I think the historical records may have exaggerated the incident a little bit. Um, people are listening. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this right now. Did you have a point of order before the guild, Albatross? Oh, hang on, Minx. My point about following the assassin dress code still stands, but I might have been able to table it until next year. Yes. Next year. (laughs) Not that there will be a next year for most of you. And that's how you do an aside. Where are you? How can you still hear us? Wait. Whose clothing are you objecting to? Mine? Well, you do seem to appreciate rather... Loud scarves, and Hound Dog there has been spotted outdoors in Argyle. Now hang on a minute. Wait. It is cold outside, so the time of the thing is close. Um, how long before it? According to the records, it happened early in the morning of December 5th. What's today? Can someone tell me the date today? Crap. Crap. Um, do you smell something? So, it's been great, everyone. I've learned a ton. I'll get right to work on steps 9 through 40 of the Assassin's Handshake, but I think we need to get going now. Hey, Jesse, Jesse, this is the Albatross. Lock on to our coordinates and set the teleporter for now, please. Are you sure? The last time we used the teleporters, we got scrambled eggs. Uh, this is not so bad. Um, I like scrambled eggs. Yeah, We were trying to beam up chickens. Somehow, they went back in time and got scrambled. Yes, yes, fascinating. You must tell us more about your incompetence with basic 22nd century technology at some point. But perhaps we could get a lift now? Right now? You're escaping and leaving with us with whatever this is? Oh, hell no. I'm with Hound Dog. Flying away is not very sporting of you. What's coming and... Oh. 
Hell with it. I don't actually care what's coming. Take me with you. Uh, guys, there's a room full of assassins coming at us. What the hell do we do now? Oh, well, this is interesting. <laughs> I've never been on this side of an assassination before. I don't like it. Plus, no one is paying me for it. Uh, Olivia, any chance you can zero in on the lights down here? And do what with them? Turn them off! Did it work? Are we back on the Oz-9? I didn't feel a little beamy thing. Crap. This has been a very special live production of Oz-9, performed at Southside Podfest at Bar 171 in Chicago, Illinois on December 4th, 2019. Thank you to Nick Mataragas and Memoriam Development for creating this fun event and putting us on the list. Thank you to Bar 171 for hosting us, and thank you to those who attended. Lady Trout's henchmen will be visiting those who didn't laugh enough, don't think we didn't see you. Special thanks to Susan Franzen and Eric Davis for traveling vast distances, though not as far as us, we're from outer space for crying out loud, to take on special assassin duties. You've been listening to June Clark Eubanks as the Albatross, Aaron Clark as Le Bichon Frise, introducing Susan Franzen as the Minx and Eric Davis as the Hound Dog, Karen Heimdall as Lady Trout, Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, Shannon Perry as Olivia and Madeline, and me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Were you accused of a murder enacted by supernatural forces beyond your control? Yeah. Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business? Yes. Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney, along with my assistants, of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Belcher, and we want to help you get justice. Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest, I got a family to feed. As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A hunger for justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client. From investigation to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination. Oh, yeah. To murder in varying degrees. Don't look at me. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. That's why they work quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold settlement. So come on down to the law offices of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building in Eastern Orgea. Just follow the podcast highway signs for Dungeons and Drimbus and take the season three exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbio, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limb, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infection, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they-workplace scenario, or complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time. Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case. 
Dungeons and Drimbus publishes every Friday wherever podcasts are found.